what dusty work last night, which I feel vindicates me in some capacity. I don't know what the capacity I is. Yeah, I don't know why right, you need uh, to feel vindicated. I have no problem with you using audacity. I was only offering you an alternative should you not want to use audacity. I mean, that 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 sounds like you don't want me to use audacity. You're impossible. I know. Um, apparently you're supposed to fix me. Um, you're a pistol, John. You asked me how I was. Yeah. You, I am. You asked me how I was, and my answer to you is bilious. I feel a little oh, bit. Wow. I feel a little bit. Oh. Something happened to me. Okay. Funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I just uh, taking the kids to school. Hadn't had any breakfast. Had a little jog. Just a short jog today. Mm-hmm. Um, I might explain to you more about jogging in a minute. I don't know if you care. Um, I, I know what jogging is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of it. Um, and I had a, I had a message from my neighbour saying, "Do you like bread and that? <laughs> I've got some." <laughs> so this is this is a strange <laughs> message. Like, yes, I enjoy bread and baked goods. Thank you. And she's like, "Oh well, I've got I've got lots of stuff here. I'll just bring some round." And I was like, okay. "Thank thank you very much." Yeah. And about thirty seconds later, there's a knock at my door because it doesn't take long to get from next door because <laughs> it's next door. And <laughs> Um, and urban population density, etc. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, knock, knock at the door, and this this bin sack gets kind of passed over my threshold, and it's so full of baked goods, Mark, that it burst as it got passed over the threshold, and then my hall was full of, of baked goodies. Wow. Were they individually uh-huh. wrapped baked goodies, or do you now just have... Um, well, no. I mean, we, you know, we have a plastic problem, Mark. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept such a thing. Okay, good man. <laughs> no, they were. Some of them were. Some of them were in um, in uh, point of sale type mm-hmm. boxes. Okay, and some some of them were just taken out of the kind of. So they're from a supermarket. Mm-hmm. So some of them were in point of sale boxes, and some of them were taken out of the kind of grab and go display, mm-hmm. and bagged up in batches of about six or eight. Wow. Ah, God. Um, so th- this, this is kind of one of those things where you, you hear the stories and I, I don't think we need to, nec- well, no, we do. <laughs> I thought that we didn't necessarily need to talk about food waste anymore and that we were perhaps mm. nailing that down. Mm. Uh, what actually happened was is that my neighbor has a friend who works at uh, a branch of a large supermarket who occasionally brings her stuff that has been surplus to requirements mm-hmm. and She's currently, she got so much that she took what she needed. She filled her freezer and then she brought the rest to me. Wow. I um, ate some mm-hmm. uh, immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> because there was this bag and I was like, well, I don't even know what this mm-hmm. is. And it was kind of like, it was like a pizza, but it was also a croissant. It was very nice. Oh, wow. It was kind of like a, yeah, it was like like a French patisserie pastry, Danishy type oh. flaky um well what's what's the what's the baking i know the baking term because i've made this stuff before um uh, laminated laminated so you you, yeah so you make a dough and then you build it up in layers okay that's what makes it flaky okay that's what makes it flaky Mm. so um the the, you start off a 10 on this is to make make yourself some rough puff pastry Mm. um rough puff pastry you make a pastry dough which is basically some some fat some water and some flour right Mm -hmm. You rest it a little bit and then you do letter folding on it. So you shape it into an, an oblong or a rectangle, if you wish. And you fold it like you would uh, A4 down to DL letter. So you go the one third up into the middle, top third down into the middle. Then you turn it 90 degrees, you roll it back into the original oblong shape and you repeat the fold. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing that and you keep doing that and you keep doing that. And every time you do a set of folds, you're building layers mm-hmm. into your, into your, into your pastry. And then once you've done that for about five, 10 minutes, you've, you've got lots and lots of layers. You can't necessarily see them, but you've got them there. And then when you're ready to make a pie, you roll that out and then you put it in the oven with your filling and you will get a flaky pastry mm. rather than a short pastry, which is one that is just kind of a, a block of chewy goodness. Mm-hmm. Where was I? Um, so yeah, this thing, it was like that. It was like a, a, a laminated up pastry, but it had like a tomato paste with lots of oregano in it. Oh, 
in the middle. Oh. And before I'd even thought about what I wanted to eat, because I was hungry because I hadn't had any breakfast, I'd actually put an entire one of those in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, yeah, well, that was that was just thinking time. So what do I actually want? I took an hour <laughs> oh, yeah, to one side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd also eaten half a half a packet of of um, of uh, cornflake, little squares of cornflake cake that were also there. Um, I put some things to one side that my kids were desperate to have, which are Oreo donuts. They look disgusting, but there were some of those in the bag. <laughs> I froze some almond croissants and I froze some normal croissants, mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I still had an embarrassing amount of. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged some friends and I said, does anybody want any of this stuff? It includes these Oreo donuts that the, that the kids like. Um, and I, I still, after putting some aside for my kids, I still had 12 left. <laughs> <laughs> I had baskets of muffins. I had um, cinnamon swirls. <laughs> I had those those chocolate and custody ones. You know those ones? I don't know if I do. So they're like... So again, they're like a type of Danish pastry, but they're like a long, thin one, and they've got custard and, and isn't that and an eclair? Chocolate chips? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. That that's more like a hot dog bun. Yeah, no, this is this is this is like a like a flaky pastry, like a Danish pastry type of pastry oh, okay. material, made into a plat. Right, and it's about the length of a school ruler. Okay, I don't think I'm familiar with that. Oh well, if I hadn't given them those ones away, I'd have saved you one. <laughs> <laughs> And and etc etc etc. So I, I messaged some friends. They were like, "Yeah, we'd like them." Then one of our friends said, "We've got builders around. We'll just feed it all to them." So it's all gone now, thank goodness. But my God, what a reminder of how bad we are as a country of food waste. Because do you know what happened before they were offered to my neighbour, who then offered them to me? What happened? This, chasing tracing this chain backwards. Mm-hmm. We've got my friend's builder, my friend, me, my neighbour, her friend. The charity that takes donations from the supermarket, mm-hmm. the supermarket. Mm. So at every step of the way, this stuff has not been wanted. Um, and yeah. it is very hard for charities to use stuff when it's fresh. Yes. Um, that, that, that is a problem, but you know, we can't, we can't even, we're making it's, it's cost effective for the supermarket to make this stuff at such a volume that an actual flipping bin sack of things can be refused by people who actually need some food. Man. Um, it's, it's really, it's really quite eye opening, really. Mm. Um, cause you, you hear about it on the TV mm-hmm. and you hear about all these people who, who do the skip diving and stuff like that. But yeah, to actually kind of, to have to deal with the problem of this is too much bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a man who is a carb loading for a marathon and B, uh, really into in, into bread and baked goods, but I, could, I just, yeah, I couldn't deal with it. I haven't had bread for um, about two weeks, possibly longer. I had some pastry last week. I made a pie and I made some tarts, some um, savoury tarts, but I've not actually had bread in weeks. I, I'm I'm mean to you about your cooking because I'm a bad friend and because it makes me laugh. Um, but you, you're, you're, you're very good. You're very handy in the kitchen, even if you can't make a potato salad. <laughs> you take it a breath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did tease you mercilessly you about the did. fact that you managed to make a potato salad out of none of the ingredients to make a potato salad. No, so that's, no, that no, 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 no. One, one of the ingredients was missing. Ah. Uh, because it was unavailable, because it didn't exist. Can we talk anywhere. about the? Can we talk about the word that you use for that ingredient? Yeah, because I I don't know if this is an Irishism yeah, or if this is a Brummieism. I think is it's it an Irish. I think it's an Irishism. Uh, scallions, yeah, um, scallions, scallions for spring onions. Now we call them those in our house, and I'm not sure where we've got it from. Could be from Birmingham Irish, um, or maybe you know, yeah. yeah I, I I assume it's scallions. Uh, sorry, is 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 an Irish thing. Um, so I certainly, I certainly remember my my mum using it, and she's Northern Irish from Northern Ireland. Um, yeah, uh, and you know, she would make things like champ or chomp, depending on where you go. And I think if you're Irish, it tends to be champ, um, which is who calls it chomp. I think some people call it chomp. Um, they might be Could wrong. They? Um, I think they probably are. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably a, a, mis- a, mis- a misnomer. Uh, but that's, yeah, you basically potato, mashed potato and spring onions. Um, 
mm-hmm. and uh, optionally cheese, which is rather good. You top that with a bit mm. of cheese. Well, when does the bacon come into it? Because that, that goes in there sometimes, doesn't it? Is that a different dish then? Oh, possibly. I've never had it with bacon. Mm. Uh, and that may be from, um, honestly, uh, not to hark on this uh, uh, too much, but that may be from growing up, uh, certainly not from us, but from my parents growing up with no mm-hmm. money and meat being a bit more expensive. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot more expensive. So it's probably because like potatoes fe- is stereotypically featured very, very, very heavily uh, in the diets, as did bread. I mean, for years um my we all, with almost every meal unless it had sack loads of potatoes we'd have a couple of slices of bread on the side and that was just a thing yeah. with every meal it was just the default um and so you just yeah. you you make a sandwich out of anything <laughs> uh, you ever made a sandwich out of a pie yes good man yes well done yes. that's the correct answer that's yes. that's fine i've also made a sandwich out of a pasty <laughs> not a proper pasty but like those those, those nasty ginsters things um or you know the what greg's calls a slice uh those kind of things the latticey pastry things I've, I've put those between bread i've put mashed potato between bread i've put spag bowl curry um yeah I've, I've, I'll, I'll put anything in bread me and that's and, and that's all you can do with shrimp <laughs> you didn't get that <laughs> yeah okay. i do it took me a moment <laughs> that's nice um yeah but i'm trying to and uh, certainly this week i'm trying to really behave a bit more um, because I've got an award ceremony on Saturday to go to and I want to get in my suit and uh, I went to a funeral a few weeks ago and I was I was in my suit um, but I'd like to potentially be able to breathe a little bit easier so uh, just trying to behave a little bit um, what's, the, what's the award ceremony? Is that the, the one that we talked about previously? Yeah, I'm off to the British Podcast Awards. Um, okay. I didn't know if you had, I didn't know if you had multiple award ceremonies no, in your no. diary. <laughs> no, not, not just yet. Uh, yeah. So that's the one I'm off to. Oh, Saturday, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, for some reason I thought it was, um, for some reason I thought it was, it was midweek. Mm. Um, mm, mm, 19th. Mm. There you go. So you're having a busy weekend. I'm having a busy weekend. Everyone's having a busy weekend. Is that the marathon weekend? Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, and I've also got uh, got to go, 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 go to a party as well. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? Like in the in the afternoon, sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um. So, what are you doing at the awards ceremony? Is is any of this obsect or? No, no, it's fine. Um. Last year, I went and uh, got up on stage and presented the uh, comedy category award. And gave that mm. to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. I feel like I've we've had this conversation somewhere already, uh, and it may you just told have me been... to listen to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. I, I, I mean, I certainly did that. Yes, um, you but may I, have tangentially to that mentioned possibly. that you gave an award, and I probably made lots of ooh, noises about how fancy you are. Sounds about uh, right. And I was so busy doing my own bit that I probably didn't like, <laughs> take it in properly. <laughs> So that's about right. Uh, I, I can relate. Um, yeah, so I, I did that, and I, and and the the, the story goes, and I, I feel like I have told it a lot, so I'll I'll keep it brief. Uh, the story goes: um, they the the organisers email me and say, "Do you want to present the award?" I say, "Yeah, that's fine, but if there's reading involved, that might be difficult because I can't read off an envelope, uh, and the lighting probably won't be very good, and that will make me all anxious and stuff." And they were like, "Oh, we'll we'll figure something out." And I didn't want to be a problem, so I said, "Yeah, okay." So I got to the venue, uh, spoke to the person I needed to speak to. She showed me the envelope that I'd have to read, and there was a big load of uh, runners-up names that I'd have to read. And I said, "No, I'm not going to be able to read those." Uh, so uh, what can we do about that? And she said, "Well, we'll get the presenter to read those." He read those, and he was absolutely brilliant about it. Um, didn't miss a step. Didn't make it awkward. And and I was I was mm-hmm. very very happy with that. Uh, that was Ollie Mann of the Answer Me This podcast. Absolute gentleman. And oh, nice. Um, yeah. Nice. How lovely. Uh, and he's he's <clears throat> doing it again this year. Uh, and so uh, I had uh, two sentences to read and then the the name of the person what won the podcast, which was uh, what won the award, which is Beef and Dairy Network. And I had to um, read all of the things. Uh, and so what, what I ended up doing was uh, not so much networking before the awards. Uh, I spent a lot of time going outside, taking CBD oil and trying to uh memorize the name uh the 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 whole uh paragraph that i had to memorize um 
I went on stage and did it and didn't miss a beat and it went pretty much flawlessly. Um, I'd spilt wine on my... No, someone basically spilt wine on me and so I had a wine stain on my jeans and I made a joke about that. Uh, this is the short version. Um, and uh, and it was all fine, but uh, I, I'm basically, for mental health and self-care reasons, uh, I, I, I don't want to do it again because the, the, okay. the, the main concern is that the CBD oil, which stopped my brain from getting flustered when I was on stage, um, mm. which genuinely happened. I, I was not flustered. I was, um, able to, uh, in kind of enjoy it. And I remembered everything and said it all perfectly. And, but what I'm very, very conscious of is the fact that that might have just been a placebo and i'm terrified of replicating the same thing again and going up on stage and getting flustered getting red-faced and having to have someone bail me out and then it be an embarrassment because that would change the narrative so um someone's coming to be my reading boy um and he's going to go up on stage and read um and he will do the handshake and the, and the on-stage stuff, and I will be there with my business cards and my stickers and my t-shirt and hopefully a suit, um, shaking the hands of people and uh, and and um, hopefully spreading the good word. Doing, doing the glad handy thing, yeah, that's great, that's awesome. And we got a hotel, a cool. uh, little hotel for the for the night, which is a really short walk from the venue, which is great because uh, it means I won't need to sleep on the sofa of a woman from Audio Boom. Is that what you did last time? Mm. Very lovely woman uh, from Audio Boom. I got chatting to her boyfriend um, Uh and um, they'd been made aware by me saying words that I didn't have a place to stay (laughs) for the night. Uh, it had come to light by means of me (laughs) moving my mouth um, that I didn't have anywhere to stay. And I I was just going to knock about in the train station um or you know try and try and get 40 winks or whatever because there was just no like the hotels were super expensive uh, i think it was a bank holiday weekend or something um i've subsequently found i don't think it has anything to do with bank holidays because this kind of the same thing has happened again this year but this year i've, I've managed to get a little room um i mean it's happened because of london hasn't it that it'd be expensive yeah That's... well i mean yeah well okay sorry i i, I what, what i didn't actually explain was that the the options would normally be get a train home or get a yeah. place to stay um and there are mm-hmm. no trains home past half nine. Oh, yeah God. i know that seems ridiculous uh, on a saturday night yeah uh you can't get a train back to birmingham past 9.30, um, which, given that the whole point of being at the ceremony is not really to give out the award, the whole point of the, 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 the being there is to, you know, be there for the entirety until it finishes and, and be gregarious and, you know, be the life and soul of the party. And you can't do that if you've got to leave at, you know, 9.20. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so it was that, was, that was the thing last year. So to save a bit of money, I was just going to bimble around the, the train station. Um and uh and and the lad i was chatting to was having none of that and very in that wonderful way that um people who aren't native to britain have uh you get this Mm -hmm. with certain eastern european people i think a lot you get it with um certain other places that there's just a sort of very easy almost aggressive friendliness Mm -hmm. that's just like no that's outrageous of course you're coming home um and so it was him i can't remember where he came from originally but he was uh he was a kebab aficionado um and uh it might have been iranian maybe could be could maybe. be uh... um and he was so he, he was a he was a, a kebab aficionado and he, he took me him and his girlfriend to this kebab shop that he highly recommended and it was very very good like a proper kebab um and um paid for it and stuff and and yeah and so they they very kindly put me up um in their flat and um we had a a chat about all sorts of stuff and it was really cool and then i left in the morning while they were still asleep couldn't find any contact details for them and have, have never had contact with them again but i'm hoping and assuming um unless something awful is is happening to audio boom right now which uh i don't think will happen for a few weeks if it does um so assuming hmm. everything's okay uh i may see her again which would be nice because it'd be nice to actually give him a proper thank you so that's my story so 
Um, you, you've been talking about audio boom on on the Twitter with me today, and you mentioned you might want to talk about it a little bit on mic today. So that's that's a good segue. Yeah, we which, can, which we... I've just signposted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really heavily. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just peeking behind the curtain there, everyone. Just a bit. Uh, inside baseball, John. <laughs> um. Yeah, the um, I, I think we we were talking about a thread of the week, and uh, this this probably doesn't doesn't really count because I don't read that many Twitter threads because I tend to skip on. But um, I saw so yesterday it came to light that this company um have got some problems. Now you and I will remember um the original company from like nine years ago because they were part of a Channel Four funded program um you were sorry for what was it was it for ip for ip IP. there you go for ip uh and they were the winners of the of of the the big fund or one of the one of the the big winners and uh, it was a lovely idea and i used it quite a bit um and the original idea was a little bit like what you have with anchor now um where you would have an app and you could just very easily and quickly record short bits of audio um and you know i'm here i'm doing a thing like i i recorded one in the queue for a party at south by southwest um i've recorded one i think in the queue for uh getting an iphone uh a couple of years later and that like it's it's fun little that, things that date that dates their heyday doesn't it mm-hmm. that does. yeah it does um just gonna do my audio diary from the queue for the iphone yes very much um and what were you recording on an iphone yeah presumably? yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes i was getting the new iphone um and so yeah um and you could put a little picture up and and a bit of text and it went up to a sort of streamy twittery type thing and you could follow people uh and i did all sorts of other things i did little piano bits i did little music bits and it was a it was a nice little service always always hated the name um but it was mm. uh it was a lovely little service and i'm wondering if i I'm wondering if Jason Phipps was part of Audio Boo at the time. He of now the Guardian, and then very soon he's going to be head of podcast for the BBC. Anyway, it was a fun little service, and then it sort of languished for a bit, and and has kind of rebranded and and um, whatever as a as a sort of competitor to the likes of Acast, I believe. So they're more mm. into actual full length podcasts that I think are ad supported. Um, they I think they offer free hosting if you know you're happy to to have their ads um placed on your show and stuff uh, and isn't so- it now famously the home of russell uh russell tight trousers uh could well um, be yeah there's a few pi- um pirate cockney boy yeah uh, brand brand russell brand uh if, if it's not a cast then it, it probably is uh audio boom um i think when he was when he was swinging his dick around mm-hmm. um which is what he does all the well, time yes. of course uh, um <laughs> When when he was getting all involved with all his all his oh, don't vote for anyone oh let's have an anarchy mm-hmm. let's do that and when he was doing all that stuff and then and then went actually no I was joking vote for Ed Miliband yeah. um uh, that was all that was all audio boo boo because this is where I, f- I first heard that they'd pivoted yes because um, I, I took my eye off their off their ball for a while mm-hmm. um, yeah he was he was doing it on audio boom mm-hmm. and it being on audio boom was somehow part of the narrative probably because of the sorts of people i know on the internet mm. because people going oh that's on audio boom so that's an interesting thing you need to look at sure uh, um but yeah i mean yeah. he's you know he's in good company you got no such thing as a fish um as a, a brexit podcast called romaniacs um there's yeah, a few right. of those. these are all on audio boom yeah wow um i didn't realize um no such thing as a fish fish was on there yeah um so you know not 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 small by any stretch um but yeah they're basically having money troubles uh from what i understand yeah. and um and so what's happening at the moment is there is a bit of a there's a bit of corpse picking um oh. as happened with soundcloud when it was in trouble and the problem is you know in both cases the body's not even dead yet let alone cold and people are already you know doing that and and i maybe and I, I I did think about it before I posted both to my both to the Podiant account and 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 to mine about how how to approach this. Um, and I don't I don't want to engage in that because partly it just feels like a karma suck. 
Um, it it just it doesn't feel like a good thing to do for for one's karma to be um, making a land grab for competitors and making a big thing. Um, when so, so what are people what are people doing? Are they trying trying to sign up their <laughs> their acts for want of a better word? Yeah. So, so is that what they're doing? Basically, yeah. I mean, well, so you've got the, there's the kind of two tiers, which is the same with with the likes of Acast as well. You've got the 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 quote unquote talent, the people who win the awards, the people that podcasters have heard of, and then you've got mm. the long tail, um, which is all the other people who are, you know probably not making anything from their shows but they can use these platforms because they're free um and if an ad gets tacked on that's you know no no particular skin off their nose uh they don't get the special treatment that the celebrities get which is what these services provide you know they'll get they'll give for influencers and and you know people who've been on mock the week they'll they'll give them um, you know, slightly more special treatment and and bit of um, kid gloves and stuff, and so they'll probably be fine um, because it's within these companies' interests, I think, to to look after them potentially mm. more than it is for the other guys. But I don't know that. Uh, I, I don't really know their business model, so it's not necessarily fair for me to say that. Um, but that's that's my instinct. Uh, is, is that these smaller guys are, are the ones that um, may. may may have the trouble or may get the sharp end of the stick i don't know um but so what's what's happening is that i've certainly seen it from one who is um always fairly grumpy and (laughs) i've had uh, me and the people i kind of knock around with on the internet have had tussles and disagreements um with him um and he's he's doing the rounds now and he did this in fairness he sort of sort of did the same with Podient. So um, when we had our pivot, if you like, um, and and changed the way our pricing worked, he was kind of quite, I don't know what the right words are, but I don't think he put anything on Twitter, but in in one of our Slack rooms, he was quite quite noisy about people moving apparently in droves to Blueberry from... uh, so I've re- revealed the name. It's a guy called Todd, Todd Cochran who runs Blueberry. Um, there you go. Right. Um, uh, he was quite kind of, yeah, chatty about about people having moved away and, and that was causing him a problem apparently because so many people uh, wanted to move from um, Podient over to, to his hosting company. Um, and now that uh, Audio Boom is in trouble, he's got the scent of blood again and um, wrote a kind of a his tweets are often hard to read because he's really i don't know if he's dyslexic so if he is i don't i don't want to make fun of him but he he writes really i find his stuff really hard to read um and but i think the the point that he was making is um uh come over to blueberry because uh audio boom's probably going to die so come and use us and we'll move you over for free and i'm i I just it makes me feel a bit icky and maybe that's just my naivety and and maybe because of that naivety i'll never get to the size of a company like like blueberry who are fairly you know fairly dominant in the space um but it's doesn't feel like i don't feel good about posting those kinds of messages and so i think i want to treat my I want to trust my instincts rather um, and just not do those kinds of things. I sort of did it once with SoundCloud, but I was quite apologetic about it um, in a Facebook group. I was like, look, I don't I don't want to do this, but we are starting out and we do have this offering. Whereas I think doing mm. it as a big public, you know, because that was a private Facebook group, where doing it on, on a big public stage feels, it doesn't feel right to me. And it also does feel like karma could come along and bite you because obviously... Uh, what goes around comes around, so that's yeah. that's my feelings on that. And and obviously he's he's not putting his hand in his pocket to buy anything, um, which is one way of of securing the future of the stuff that's on that network. Um, I'm not sure I know what you mean. Well, if they're having money troubles and he's got money, well. Um, I mean, and I they've got talent and they've got interesting ideas and they've got interesting things. And what I know of his product is a bit stayed. So maybe actually um, acquisitions might be a useful thing for him. Sure. Um, I, 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 um, I would think, I think, I think Audio Boom got a bunch of, um, my guess is it probably got a bunch of VC 
funding yeah. and so he probably couldn't there's probably only one or two companies that could afford to buy audio boom and i don't think uh, okay i don't want to speak out of turn and i also don't want to start waxing on about stuff i know nothing about but my assumption no, really. would be that his company's probably not big enough to buy a company that has that kind of you know or had that kind of resource behind it or has that kind of ip yeah. um because I, I think um there are certain companies that do very well with a very large number of dedicated podcasters but are not necessarily mm. it tends to be the newer ones the newer platforms that have the newer celebrities that discovered podcasting in 2014 um mm. And invented it then, and so uh, there. I think there's a, there's a few platforms like those that 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 do that that would probably have those people. Whereas companies like his have existed for a very very long time, serving the people that um, are kind of dedicated to the medium and have been doing this for a long time. And so there's enough of those that understand the value that can uh, create a business, rather than having to have a few whales. Um, which I think is is you know more the the way these other newer uh, services operate. And I had an interesting conversation with um, with someone on Intercom yesterday. It was some you know a, a, someone was inquiring about moving over from Audio Boom, um, and you know I, like I, said, I didn't I didn't chase the inquiry, um, uh, but I, I replied and, and their their concern was whether their stuff would be available on Spotify, and I had to be honest and say no, it probably almost certainly wouldn't. Um, because mm-hmm. we don't have a relationship and they're not going to use your RSS feed. So it wouldn't just port over. And, um, and I got a nice reply back saying, you know, all, all right, that was obviously not right for us, but I really appreciate, um, you saying that and your, your mm-hmm. honesty and you've got a fan now, you know, um, it was, it was akin to the, to the words this person used. And, and that's, that's, uh, that's the best feedback you can possibly get. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's always the way I want to operate. I've always operated Podian yeah. on, on terms of honesty and trying to do the right thing. Doesn't always mean that everyone wins, but you, you at least try and do the right thing. And, um, and for me, um, yeah, stand, standing over the, the prone body of a, of a, of a competitor that, that is about to fall, no matter the size, unless they're actually evil um just doesn't feel right so that was that's that really so I've, I, I've got i've got the picture of muhammad ali in my head ooh, standing over yeah there. what's my name what's my name <laughs> <laughs> the way you describe yeah. that yeah uh, uh and so i like yeah. I, I wish i wish people well because it's 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 got a long history and um and and you know they, they've they've had they've had their pivot and i hope mm. um that they're able to to get a rescue going because um yeah because well, they deserve to be in business <laughs> it's like it's that simple yeah and so just as a brief call back to when we did that episode of what brendan calls thread rate <laughs> uh, and just thinking about uh that that pivot that that, that they did i think Probably, although the, the, something's obviously not not quite right, I think that sounded like they did the right thing because just going back to what we were talking about about the way that about who makes audio and who makes video and those sorts of things, audio boo was almost kind of like n- not not in the sense of the restriction, but it almost reminded me of what um, of something that came after it, which would be Vine. Mm. That kind of like it was it was quite snappy audio yeah. was uh, some people were using longer things yeah but it was kind of like it was snapshots yep and, v- and vignettes yes vignettes taken in audio words, yeah. rather than uh rather than than, than lo- longer pieces and i think for the, some of the reasons that we talked about when we did thread rate that kind of uh the culture of doing that in audio isn't really a thing in the way that it might be in in other media because of the way that um people think about the things that they make and uh the sorts of people who think to make audio yeah um, I, I find that interesting. So i think they made the, i think they made a good choice pivoting yeah even if it hasn't worked out for uh, them. maybe it was a time thing because i think one of the the compelling things that anchor has is the idea that you can just put your phone up to your ear and speak into it and record audio that way and mm. i think that's a, a a nifty enough little idea that it makes it very accessible um so it, you know it might be something that you you might record while you're walking home uh from a meeting you know you might just want to say oh, i've just had a really cool meeting with such and such and we talked about this kind of stuff um 
mm-hmm. and and it feels like that kind of thing is 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 quite a nice idea um and so yeah like anchor weirdly enough i think is actually what audio boo was you know eight nine years ago um but probably with even more money behind it because america rather than um britain so i don't know what anchor is yeah it's 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 it basically is honestly what what audio boo was then right and it, and is it a thing is it mm-hmm. is it a big thing is yeah, it's it a, a fairly big is, thing is it something is it something that that, that the quote unquote kids do? Yes. Is it well? What is it? Um, it's short form audio, um, and you can subscribe. And to it's them. got like a buzz around it. A little bit, uh, not a, not a massive one, but it's got a little bit of a buzz. Um, and they do nice, um, you know, audiogram type things. Uh, so they'll transcribe because mm-hmm. they're dealing with sh- mostly short audio. I think uh, it's probably easier for them to do the transcription. So they'll do some nice things where you can trim a bit of audio and it does animated um, transcribed subtitles and you can make that into a video that can be distributed really quickly. Nice. They have things like, uh, because they're meant to be short segments, um, someone mm. can reply back and like leave a comment but in audio form and you can add that <clears throat> as the owner of your channel you can add that to your channel as a as a right of reply um so people listening will will then hear the um hear the response uh so and and i think what they've done uh over the last year is they've paid a few people to make shows for them uh, by way of advertising so relay mm. fm now uh, they, they've They've been approached and they've got on board and they do a thing. So uh, they have an ad spot that they read in some of their shows, but they also do a show for Anchor. Um, Scott Johnson, Tom Merritt, a couple of podcasters uh, in in the States have had the same thing. And I think they get my my understanding, which may be wrong, is I think they get um, induced, indu- enticed to um, make a show for uh, for Anchor. Mm-hmm. Um. In the way that you'd imagine that someone like Russell Brand would have been attractive to get onto, yeah. Video, but I don't know what the, I don't know what the relationship was there. Mm. But at the point where they pivoted to have him as as a voice using the platform, must have been um, very exciting mm. for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and a way to 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 draw attention towards towards the thing. So to just square off what what you're trying to tell me about Anchor then. On a scale of uh, Foursquare in 2008 to Google Plus in 2018, how hot are they? Where are they on that spectrum? Middle to plus, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. just shy of of warm, but a bit just more than lukewarm. Warm. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean... I'm. I'm a. It, I mean, this isn't. This isn't Anchor's fault. But I'm a little bit sore because I, and we're not going to. We're not going to reveal names on this one. Uh, although I think we've we've had a super secret text chat about this. Uh, I approached someone last year and said I'd like to advertise on your podcast, and they said, um, "We don't want you to." Um, because oh, that's not a thing. Yeah, we mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, because we don't want your. Um, sorry, because we haven't tried your service. So I replied with, "Okay, we'll try the service out." And here's he. You can sign it up for free. Uh, and they were like, "No." Um, and then mm-hmm. a few weeks later, they started advertising Anchor. So mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Mm, no, thank you. Uh, but that's not Anchor's fault. Uh, no. So no, no, they 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 made the same correct move that you made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were just more successful because they. And it 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 basically becomes down to, in in my opinion, the person I was emailing cares about things he's already heard of because yeah. they're fashionable um, more than you know possibly support. Anyway, no, it's fine. Um, so it's it's like it's not a it's it's not a, a, a stick or whatever the thing is it's not a, um still something that sticks in my craw but it's it's just worth bringing up um now but one of the nice things that anchor has is like they they have the the simple um integration with your, your amazon echoes and the google homes and things like that um so you can quickly call up short form audio um which is good for like the bulletin things so i think i listen to um i wake up and i have a few bulletins now on my on my bedside um laid she's not a lady in a can she's a lady in a sphere 
Um, and she, uh, so I get a daily tech news thing, um, which I think comes from Anchor. So yeah, there you go. Nice. Good luck to her, cool. I say. Um, well, you didn't do, you didn't actually do a thread, so I'm going to no, do a thread. No, I didn't do a thread. I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, uh, what's the word? I'm going to, I'm going to front load it with some, some feedback and self criticism. Cool. I would say, uh, which is, um, uh, that, I thought last week's thread of the week was awful. <laughs> and I think, I, I think I chose, I think I chose it badly. I think I delivered it badly. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was negative and horrible and niggly and boring oh. and dull all at the same time. Um, so I need to change, need to, need to change up the format a little bit. I need to be a little bit more thoughtful about what I choose. Uh, if I'm going to choose something that's that's negative or that involves having to roast somebody, I, I need to I need to pick some targets better. Um, but I think we should probably try and do some something more positive. Now I've got some that I had saved, so these are quite old ones now, which were just lovely things, lovely bits of internet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with one. Um, I didn't talk, I didn't talk to you the one about the the one about the person walk, walking in the woods. No, did I? I, I, I think I offered it to you, but I never got, got into okay. it. This is from April, so it's quite old now. Um, and it was it was properly a thread, and it was something I didn't know anything about. And it's very, very rare that I read something on, on Twitter that just makes me go, wow, wow, <gasps> wow, really? <gasps> ooh, 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 because Twitter's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's had 16.7K retweets. And thirty nine point nine k likes, so you may it may have flashed across your screen mm. at some point. You may have even read the thread. It's by uh, at Gawanmac. Okay, let's find out who they are. Um, <laughs> okay, mm, there's a kicker to this story now that I've read their profile. Oh, right. mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh wow! Now I feel now I feel bitter. Oh, oh, okay. brilliant. Uh, first, first tweet in the thread. I saw this on an OS map and couldn't not investigate. Okay. A place of worship symbol in the middle of bloody nowhere on the edge of a wood. It was a foggy atmospheric day up on the North Downs. So I decided to walk three sides of a square through the wood to reach it. Three sides of a square, meaning it's quite a big chunk of the, the OS map that they're working on. And there's a picture that comes on, on the, uh, on the first tweet there, which demonstrates exactly what they've just said. It's a picture of the map and you can see there is nothing except for woods. And there's a church somewhere in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. which is kind of very strange. Not something you'd expect. Sounds like a compelling thread. Yeah. The thread continues. I, I'm always moved by old wood banks, knowing that they've acted as boundaries for centuries and this wood was bounded by one, topped with spaghetti beaches and hornbeams. The first section, this is tweet three now, I'm not going to tell you what the tweets yeah, are yeah. anymore. The first section of the wood was dominated by hazel coppice, which I feel I don't encounter very often. I always imagine hazel as a friendly tree, which is just as well in this very Poe fog. I came to my first turn. I had to turn right at a right angle and reaching a flooded track. I set out preoccupied by what I would find at my destination, a church, a chapel, a mere stony suggestion of a ruined sacred place. I was leaning toward the latter, given the odd and remote location. But the experience of the woodland in this dense fog was a joy. The everyday took on an entirely different presence. There are some beautiful photographs going with this as well. I came across a sudden steep hollow. It seemed unmarked by the horseshoe of close contour lines on my OS map. So this is when I first started to suspect that I had lost my way. By the hollow, an old tree was simultaneously living and dead a termite metropolis nevertheless sprouting fresh young limbs. I checked my map again. Three sides of a squarish rectangle was my route. Two right-angled turns to the right, just past the hollow, a muddy but confident track went fogward at 90 degrees. This must be my second turn. I must be pretty close. Two pairs of beaches waltzed with each other alongside the track, as two birches stood by waiting for their chance to cut in. Last year's beech leaves were still clinging onto saplings in the understory, where the winter windows were, where the winter winds weren't able to dislodge them. A strange, bright confetti in the murk. I found the wood falling away to the left of the track. Another slope that I couldn't find contoured on the OS map. I started to wonder if I should backtrack. But how else can you get in Kent, for God's sake? Pull yourself together. It's just a bit of fog. But this side of my square route was getting absurdly long. 
didn't make any sense anymore. This imperious beach appeared to give me directions, but I couldn't interpret its gestures because I don't speak beach. That's lovely. That's a lovely line. Primroses cheered me on, though, urging me not to panic. Thanks, guys. You're the best. I took the next obvious right and hoped for the best. It took me through a recent coppice where the felling had exposed another monumental beech, a very unusual standard tree in a coppice where oak is much more unusual, much more usual. Finally, to the left of the path, the wood gave way to an open field that stared blankly back at me through the fog. Reality was starting to converge with cartography again. If I kept field to my left and woodland to my right, something sacred should emerge. I wasn't quite sure what I was looking for. A recognisable structure, a hollow overgrown by hornbeam. But suddenly the hairs on my neck stood up and I realised I was looking at it. Just the suggestion of a gable, an echo of a spire, materialising surely with each step forward. It wasn't the heap of stones I'd half expected, but a tiny living church that transapparated from the wood that it was nested in. It was open. I found it hard to state this without. Uh, to, I find it hard to state this without hugging myself and clapping my hands in childish glee. But this electricity has no. Uh, this church has no electricity. It's lit by working gas lamps. The fog seemed to press its nose to the windows, but was held at bay by the colours inside. And it goes on. And it turns out there is something called the Small Pilgrim Places Network. And there are all these weird kooky churches stuck in the woods that you wouldn't know were there. Okay. It's absolutely fascinating. Mm. The photography is absolutely beautiful. And someone has really crafted that as a thread. So I want to be more positive this week. And I want to salute that Mm -hmm. as a project and as a piece of writing. And I I commend you to go and look at the beautiful photographs as well. Yeah. And then the kicker is, yep. when I look at their profile, their profile says, Prince of the Foggy Walk thread are now available on my shop. <laughs> ah. So, so at the end of it all, it's, it's join my Patreon and <laughs> go to my Etsy store. Why does that make you Wait. upset then? Um, um, because, so I sent you another one, another thread of the week which was a little bit more of a kind of a something that I'm grumpy about. There is this thing, and I'm not, I'm not saying this person has done that, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve it because they have, they've, they've crafted something there. Yeah, and you, it, you've, it, it is, it would, I just want to mention, would be nice. you've, you've, um, you've said, you know, in a number of times now, how beautiful the photography mm-hmm. is and how well-written and mm-hmm. well-crafted this thread is. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. just want to point that out, that you really have, you know, um, yeah. said good things about about this. I was trying to think of a more clever word, but yes. Yes, no, it, it just connects It connects with that meme that bothers me a lot of as soon as somebody gets a few dozen retweets on something, yeah. they they just pop in underneath, come on my Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that is something that, I'm, that I see more and more. I mean, I've, see, I've seen, I, I saw one, uh, it was it was about some, some atrocity or something, you know, it was something really horrible and somebody posted a hot take on it, which gave interesting context to it. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they actually added value. They mm. were, um, they were, um, signal in the noise mm-hmm. and they were shining out like a beacon. And it's like, this is the, this is what you need to fucking do lads. Mm. And I was like, that's strong. That's powerful. And I clicked on the link and the next thing underneath was like, underneath it was, if you like this, I've set up a Patreon. I was like, oh, come on. So come on. Like the, you, you had 400 followers. Yes. You had 400 followers. And then as soon as, as soon as you've, you've spotted a chance to shill something, you, you're going to, you're going to shill it. And what really, what real value are you actually going to get from a Patreon? And what's anyone else going to do? Can you be sponsored to come up with bon mots and hot takes on something of that quality on a regular basis? Probably not. Probably not. So your Probably not. objection um, is not that the and I'm not I'm not asking this to disagree I'm I'm asking this to, to mm. clarify um, no 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 please your objection is that it is people who are setting up Patreons and Etsy stores after the fact rather than people capitalising on their success to uh, promote the thing that they've already been working on quietly for a number of months. Yeah, I think I, I think I think with the, with this one, um, my my initial kind of disappointment that it's been turned into a thing is is it doesn't stand. I okay. think it's fine yeah. because I think because I think I think it is a lovely project. Yeah. It's just that I've got that framing in my head yeah. now. When I see things on the internet, it's that it's that kind of here's all these things. P.S. Buy my ship. Yeah. Oh, it, it doesn't. 
it's it, it, it's like you talking earlier about picking over the corpse or something. Yeah. It wouldn't suit my character to do anything. No, I, I, um, yes, uh, you're, you're on, a, on a much smaller level. A, a mutual mutual acquaintance of ours asked for podcast uh, podcast recommendations yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't say listen to my podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because likewise. I've not got any specific, uh, um, I've not got any specific data that suggests that they'd be interested in them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm more, more than happy to kind of give them things to other people. Now I'm so that, I mean, that's on me and similar to what you were just saying before, I'm, I'm very bad at promoting mm. things that I, that I've made. Um, I think things that I've made have got their, have got their own merits and I think people might, might come to them at some point and might enjoy them. And that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, this isn't my pension plan. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and certainly i i would feel very 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 strange about anything that i had going viral and me trying to predictize it mm-hmm. um massive massively and and so and so and so quickly i think this person who did this particular story um is probably a writer and, and a photographer because there's some craft that went into those tweets yes and and so yeah i'm i'm totally totally frosty about about it it's just that initial moment where i saw it i was like oh no they haven't done that mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you've 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 seen the Patreon thing, haven't you? Um, Before, where 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 people will try and try and spin a Patreon off of the most basic of things. No, um, well, I, I oh you haven't. I've okay. seen it in. T- uh, I know. I, I I believe it exists. I I do not uh, dispute that for a second. Um, what I've seen is more the 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 podcast that has just started and they've got a t-shirt store and a patreon um yeah. because they're and we say that as people who are planning a, a t-shirt store for <laughs> beware of the yes lapis, but, but you know when, when i sort it's of tapping into a wider a, a wider piece of culture there with those yes, t-shirts anyway but also when i am denied about it gone. you made the point yeah. that it was really an seo <laughs> grab more than it yeah. was an actual yeah. Because we've got things that are searchable against. Um, yeah, because I think people will search for T-shirts connected to um, being a fan of Douglas Adams and then might find our podcast yeah. through that. And it would please me greatly for more people to listen to it. Yeah. And so that that I get. Um, um, you know, we haven't set up a Patreon, uh, which is very often the thing. And, and it's taken me a, a long time to realize and i think this is one of the things i'm i'm trying to get better at um is is realizing that other people have to make those be, be at those journeys uh, at their own pace and they will start mm. at different times and different um places along that journey uh and you know plenty of people will be ahead but there's there's more people behind at this point because i'm older and when I see that kind of thing, I have to try not to roll my eyes because I know that I was probably there at that point a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I've not tried to set up a personal Patreon. Um, I, I believe there's things I could probably do that would add value uh, that would create value for a Patreon, but not enough. And and that's the thing. It's the, the cardinal sin that I think a lot of these creators make, which is different from, from your thing, which is a land grab, is they don't build up the audience and the trust of that audience um, to then figure out how to monetize them. Uh, they, they go straight to the money and they do it because they've seen other people successfully monetize their audiences without realizing that they, their audiences differ in orders of magnitude. And that's the, that's the, yeah. the key. Um, when you try and judge yourself and do things based on a size of audience that is 10 or 100 times the size of your audience, um, you you can't successfully execute on that um and you'll only make yourself sad when you execute on it and almost invariably fail um because you haven't got mm. that that mass behind you but you think that mm. you can build up that mass and the fact is you you, you can't <laughs> so yeah mhm mm uh, she says my homework and then and then, yeah. and then so close. Follow up on last week's homework really quickly. Yeah. Uh how did you find uh the Childish Gambino album? I haven't listened to all of it. Okay. I'll be honest. Yep. I appreciate your honesty, um, John. But 
Um, so I, I started listening. I can't remember the name of it. I've got it saved into into my my Spotify. Um, it's it's much more what I want to listen to than the other stuff that I've been sent. So oh, cool. um, in that in that in that regard, well, I'm going to stick been with sent, it. What do you mean? Well, so I made the point that someone sent me some early childish campaign. Oh, and it right, wasn't yes. My, it wasn't my bag, baby. Yeah. Um, but the the one that you sent me, which I think is the album before this, is that right? Uh, I'm not sure. It's certainly within the last two or three years, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Let me let me open Spotify. And I can conform. My library. My li- my library. Make oh, it sound like it's a thing I own. Bloody I library. My bloody library. Oh. Um 2016. Right, yes. Yes. Yep. Um it's it's much more interesting than the stuff which was about ten years old that that, that I was saying. Oh, so yeah. it's something that I will that I will persevere with and 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 continue with. Cool. Oh right, well that's good. Um, so thank you. I, so you, you've done you've done well. I'm pleased. Uh, on my homework, <laughs> then uh, I, I I'm fifty percent of the way there. So I made the phone call um, and wrote the email and had a discussion with a venue guy, and he said call me back tomorrow. That was Monday, and I haven't called yeah. him back. So I, I I tried to just before we rang, and he's he's tried to call me back whilst we've been recording. So uh, that is uh, that's still on the cards for me to follow up. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, homework wise, then, hmm. Well, you've got you've got a busy weekend. You're yeah, you're off gallivanting. I've got a busy weekend. I'm off gallivanting. Oh yeah. Um. So that that so that kind of homework break things a little bit. <laughs> school school break. Oh no, not not so, not not so much a homework break. Okay. But you know, you're you need to uh, you need you need to make the most of the opportunities that you get on yeah on Saturday and. Did you like my I business cards? To... Did you like them? Did you like my business cards, John? Have I seen your business cards? Oh, I don't know, actually. I put them on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I think I think you liked them. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes, you actually yes, liked them. I did. <laughs> I both liked them. Yeah. And <laughs> I liked them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, yes. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I can design the fuck out of a business card. You customary position in front of the blue tiles. Mm, yes. I, I can design the fuck out of a business card. I, like, I, well, you know, I just, I, I can. I, it's, it's a skill I have. Were those the Moo luxury cards? No, sir. They are Vistaprint. Vistaprint. Vistaprint, yeah. I, I hope you paid a couple of bob and got the... Uh, I did. Got the logo off the back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, right. Is that a thing? No, no. I, I'd, I'd paid um, for the... I think what they call the luxury mat. Um, and they're okay. Um, a little bit darker than I would have liked, but uh, they will absolutely serve a purpose uh, and they, they look nice. So yeah. And I've, I'm using my mouse mat as we speak. I've got, a, uh, I've got three t-shirts. Um, so I'm all, I'm all, uh, I'm all logoed up. So if you're not aware of the, the meme, which I was just referencing there regarding the, the, the back of the business card. Yeah. Uh, Vistaprint made a, made an interesting decision and I believe they still do it because I still see the cards from time to right. time. Uh, they'd, they'd obviously picked up on the idea that, uh, the main reason why Hotjar, not, not Hotjar, that's the company I work for, <laughs> Hotmail. Uh, the main reason why Hotmail expanded so, uh, ah. so quickly was because every email that was sent through Hotmail was a vector to spread Hotmail, yeah. right? Yeah. So you put at the bottom of every Hotmail email, send with my Hotmail, yeah. get your own here, hotmail.com, yeah. right? They seem to have responded to that by going, oh, we could do that, but business cards. So let's allow people to have free business cards, but they will have an advert for us on the back. Mm-hmm. So then more people will come and get free business cards from us. <laughs> now, this has clearly worked because Vistaprint have... <laughs> have endured for a very, very, very long time. But yeah, it kind of, basically it made really shitty business cards mm. that I wouldn't give out a business card for, that was an advert for someone else. No. I wouldn't advertise that I was that cheap, <laughs> um, which is essentially what it did. Um, yeah. And, and um, the, the, the cost for Vistaprint to actually d- print and package those up seems to be a different model to the cost for hotmail of distributing an email. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, yeah, the, the economics of that one didn't convince me, but the results speak for themselves. They are bloody huge. <laughs> um, 
but so have you have you ever seen a business card with that on? Is that no? I don't. I, just... I don't think so. I don't think I have. It's a thing. Yeah, I believe it's it. a whole thing. All right. Um, should we get out right. of here? Yeah, have I got a homework? Oh shit! Um, well, to run a marathon. Yeah, run, run a, run a, run a bloody, run a, run a, run a, run a, run a, run a. I keep, I keep doing that. Um, it, I've been watching the uh, the remix of Arrested Development, and um, uh, I kind of love the uh, Joe Bluth. Should 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 the guy in the twenty thousand dollar should 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 and like he just he's so yeah getting into that thing and i just i yeah um makes me chuckle uh, you think the guy in the twenty thousand dollar suit yeah it's just he's he, his own podcast he can't, come he on can't, exactly but he can't even like he's so busy smirking and doing the thing that he can't even start the sentence he's like shit 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 and it just ends up like a nervous tick it's it's he's wonderful in that he's great he is. He's, he's, he's very good. The remix uh, is, is really good. Yes. Our homework needs to be continue plugging away at the podcast festival. Yes. Run a marathon, yes. go to an event <laughs> and plan towel day. Yes. Plan towel day. Okay. Sounds great. All right, mate. Uh, yeah. Asked All right. and answered. All right, cool. Done. I uh, don't have a gavel. Um, I will speak to you mm. uh, soon then. Yeah. 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 I think an arrested development sign off would be, um, Take a good look at these, Mark, because it's the last time you're going to see them. It wasn't. Ba-da. <laughs>